Hey folks, Mad Cat here from The Balcony Show. Now if you haven't heard about Anchor, well then I gotta tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And who the hell doesn't love free? I know I do. I mean, come on. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And talk about doing the legwork. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers and be well and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show. Coming to you from the top of the Poconos, it's The Balcony Show with your host Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Balcony Show. I'm here. Mad Cat's here. Bo is here. And Donna is in the house, too. Woohoo! Are we really here? Like, what if we're <laughs> yeah. just like somebody's dream in like a parallel universe? So we're heading towards my favorite time of the year. Typical female. Totally just ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen a lot, Megan? Aww. I rest my case. <laughs> well, you know what they say. No, I don't. They never say it. When the frost is on the pumpkin, it's time for Dickie Duncan. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's, so, what's, in what? honor of that, uh, you're we in are trouble. giving Mad Cat some more bad pickup lines. Oh, no. Wow, she's been working on her segues. <laughs> boy, oh boy. All right, I don't want to. I like, when, I like being surprised. Go ahead. Oh, do you? Yay. All right, yay. Uh. <laughs> me, 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 me. That's all I just heard. Yeah. Used to irk me when you'd see you know you just lay down like some heavy, heavy stuff. You spoke passionately, you spoke the whole bit. And then somebody looks at you and goes, Yeah, but yet all I heard was me 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 and then it just takes the wind right out of your sails as you're picking up that monkey wrench to wrap somebody in the head with it. Alright, bad pickup lines. Bad pickup line number one. I want you to spend the night at my room so that I can bob your apples. <gasps> what? Have you ever said that to anyone? <laughs> I mean I mean where's this Wait. room located? Is this at like the county fair? <laughs> I want you to spend your night in my room. So that I can bob your apples. <laughs> That's messed up. Alright. Bad pickup. I don't up. like... What? Bo? I don't know. Is there a girl out there that would actually think like, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> like, funny. what? Get over here and bob I my I apples. Would, I would think it was funny. I would think it was funny. If somebody said that to me... I think me, I'd get grossed out. Yeah. Would, well, it depends on who it was. It, if it was a... Well... It depends on who it was and how yeah, it was but, delivered. That can go both ways. Well, <laughs> I'm we'll, we'll talk off the air. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's not okay, for that's to be continued yeah. later. Off air. <laughs> right. 
right. Bad pickup lines number two. Seems like, seems like you like a nutmeg because you're damn spicy. <laughs> what? what? Maybe it's Seems like you like a nutmeg because you damn spicy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel it. You're like a nutmeg or you yeah. like, like nutmeg? Like, I don't know. It's it, That's the way it works. <laughs> Anna's like, I don't know. That's the way it's worded. Seems <laughs> like know. you like a nutmeg. Seems like you like a nutmeg because you damn spicy. Oh, she yeah. said it good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, bad pickup lines number three. You're damn gorgeous. I could hardly believe my eyes. <laughs> what? Fall, get it? Belief. <laughs> oh, bad pickup lines for the fall. Uh, belief. Yeah, That's you're cute. damn gorgeous. I could hardly believe my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cute. Today's show is a very different show. What we're doing is we're featuring Better Man Records. So we're going to have several artists from Better Man Records and the producer in Better Man Records join the show. But we're going to start with one of his songs, uh, Priest Town Creek by Preston Airy Band. So... Take a listen, and when we come back, we will have Better Man Records joining the show. Your black top means it old dirt road by the priest town creek and an old fence road. Church still stands, but the weeds are all growed. The priest down creeks where I saved my soul.
Welcome back to the balcony, and we are very excited because we have Better Man Records in the house. And representing tonight is Preston Airy. He is the producer and owner of Better Man Records. And then we have three of his artists, Brian Andrews, Joey Ray, and Luke Christensen. Welcome, guys. What's up? Uh, can we please redo that but in harmony okay you can tell so we just heard uh, Preston your song Priest Town Creek which we all love We're, we all really like this song um, can you tell us something about that song dude yeah it's that's kind of an interesting song so um, my friend David uh, the guys know who David is. He, yeah, you guys know who David is. Anyways, uh, apparently my name, Preston Airy, translated in Greek, is actually Priest Town Creek. So oh. he was like, he was like, man, you should change your name to Priest Town Creek. That sounds so much cooler. And I was like, well, um, that'd be cool, but that takes a lot of work to change your whole, everything you worked for to just change it. Yeah, right. You know? So... Uh, I was like, I write a song called Priest Town Creek, though, which is technically it's my name in a different language. And uh, it ended up pouring out just kind of how I felt. So it was pretty, probably the most interesting song I've ever written, to be honest. Wow. Well, that's pretty damn good because I really enjoy that song. Thank you. So, Better Man Records. How did yeah. Better Man Records start i mean you said i know we had talked earlier and you'd said you were in nashville and now you're in missouri but uh right tell me how how did you come about to being a producer and producing these great songs which our listeners will hear but um tell us something about better man and how that came well about. yeah so um i moved to tennessee probably about four years ago three years ago to chase the, the Nashville dream, you know, go down there and, and write songs and record music and, you know, do what everybody else does. And uh, I wasn't there for very long, but I could kind of, I could already kind of see through everything that was happening there. It was a lot of people doing what I was doing, but not getting the attention they deserved, including myself. You know, I invested a lot of money and time in myself and uh, nothing happened with it. And, you know, Joey's been there. A couple of us have been through that. And uh, I was like, you know what? Uh, I just felt like God had a better plan for me, and it was to be a producer rather than a, you know, an actual front man of stuff, you know? Right. Which I still I still do that, but I felt like I needed to do more than just that. So I decided I, I, I'd come home, and, you know, rent was a big thing. I was paying 1300 a month for a one-bedroom apartment down there. Yikes. And, um I, I pay less than that now for my apartment and my studio, you know, and and it's not just providing services for myself and my own music. I get to I get to take care of, of people that, you know, who deserve to be taken care of or, you know, they want to right. without having to go through the ringer. There's a lot of great things in Nashville. But there's also a lot of not great things in Nashville, you know. So and now you're in Missouri, to, right? Right. Yeah. So if you're I in Missouri... 
on. Sorry. Is so if you're in Missouri, Better Man Records is a place to be. Yeah, absolutely. And, and where are you located in even, Missouri? Uh, Fayette, Fayette, Missouri. It's a really small town. Okay. But it's not necessarily, uh, you know, we don't really do a lot with the people in Missouri, you know, with recording equipment nowadays, a lot of people have their own interfaces at home. So we're working with people out of Canada and Illinois, Alabama, really all over the place um, to pr- put their music out. Nice. So the first person on deck from Better Man is Luke Christensen. Luke, your yes, song, ma'am. Great Things. <laughs> yeah. Set this up for us. Tell us about Break Things, and uh, is it literally Break Things, or? <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty Cause, much. Because uh, I want to break uh, things uh, once more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> My husband's neck. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a great frustration song, <laughs> for sure. Oh, there you go. Uh, I, I had a friend uh, present an idea to me, actually two different ideas. And uh, one of the ideas was pretty uh, large-scaled, I guess. So I was able to take part of each of those two ideas and put them together and write uh, break things. And then... Uh, you know, the, the I guess the concept is, as long as I have my guitar and I have my music, there's only so much damage you can do to me. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, I I played an acoustic deal that uh, Preston set up uh, with Preston and Brian Andrews, and uh, Brian had been in the studio while we were recording that song, and uh, so he got to hear it, you know, as we go through it time and time again to get it right. Uh, and it, I guess it kind of stuck in his head. And that night when we were playing, he sang along with it. Oh wow! And I thought, well, I thought, well, man, that's pretty damn cool right there. And so uh, I, I spoke with him later about, hey, do you want to do you want to jump in on that song as a feature as a feature artist and as a guest? And he said, yeah. So uh, it was really really a huge deal for me to have him on there, and and that's the biggest deal is that we're doing the music justice. Um, Right. I liked how it went that night, and so that's how we decided, and if Preston agreed, that's how we decided we'd go with it from there. And I gotta say, Luke, I really like the tone of your voice. I, there's there's this little bit of, like, gravel kind of thing you've got going on, and, and one of my favorite uh, of, of, of your group, I love, love yous all, but um, yeah... You got a little bit of smexy going on in, in your voice there, Luke. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. I work really, really hard at that. <laughs> so, no, I appreciate that. So there is a collaborative effort amongst all of you then at Better Man. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, I, I, can, I can see there's probably a lot of stories about what goes on in that studio down there in Missouri. If those walls could talk, I'm sure. There's it's only going to get better from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a... times we're thankful the walls can't talk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, same as here. Believe me. Um, so let's take a break and listen to Break Things by Luke Christensen. You're going to love it. You're going to love his voice. And we'll be right back with the rest of the interview. <laughs> 
say you wanna leave this town But that makes two of us Even when you're here, you're not around And I've had enough If you need to go, then please Take your space Trying to keep the peace But it ain't my place to say That your mind will never change And I can't keep on lying to myself every day And I'm tired of trying You can't replace my heart like I can these strings show with Preston, Luke, Joey, and Brian, all artists and producer from Better Man Records. So, how's everything like, in, you know, now that the world's starting to open back up and things are starting to, to move again, uh, how's the performance aspect of things lit up for you guys? Um, I guess I'll go first. Uh, you know, for the most part, it's been pretty well. We're, you know, we lost we lost probably five thousand dollars a month um, last April on live performances, and that's not a joke. So it's great to see things come back open. I've got to play a couple with Brian. I got to play one with Joey. Got to play a couple with Luke. So it's it's we're very fortunate to be able to play music again. And I'll, and I'll say that it's it's great hanging out with these guys and 
just getting back to doing what we love to do. Yeah, I second that. No doubt, no doubt. I'm so glad to like this. Well, presumably coming to an end. I mean, who knows what lurks around the corner anymore? So. Right. So who's yep. the who's the clown? There's always a clown in the group. Who's the clown? <laughs> I was Brian. Brian's probably the clown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See how quickly that happened, Brian. <laughs> oh yeah, Brian. Um, all right, I'm gonna claim Brian. He's my fave. Okay. Uh, and I definitely dig the. Um, oh my god, I, I watched one of your YouTube videos. Something about a welder. Your wife's cheating on you, and you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Was that you? That was you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was one of the promos we did for a that song was funny. that just came out. Yeah. yeah, that was very, very, very funny. Definitely made my day when I saw that. So. Oh, yeah. You got to stay on top of trends and stay on top of how to be creative when it comes to promotion and everything. So. Yeah. And, I, you know, I love that because, you know, there's, there's really no set book anymore with the industry. Um, nope. Not at all. And everybody's just kind of trying to figure it out, navigate. Um, I'm actually doing a, a little uh, snippet about YouTube and, and TikTok later on in the show. But, uh, Brian, I, I know that I think you're on TikTok. Tic, not TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> I'm running off on you. <laughs> yeah. He's just a little bit on TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm going to get later. I'm going to do a little spot on, on uh, some, like, data and information about those two platforms. But... Um, TikTok is is surpassing YouTube oh, in yeah. individual like uh, watch time. It, it's oh, really wow. it's mind blowing. Yeah, and the Damn. numbers are just astronomical. So um, it, again, it's one of those platforms that's getting like insanely saturated. But um, yep. you everybody can find an audience on this platform. It's weird. It's like like a free for all, but it's a fun free for all. You know, I feel like Instagram is a little bit more like rigid and follow the book and, yes. you know, where TikTok is really allowing artists to truly be themselves. Uh, I, yep, I don't know. I love sure. TikTok. It's a huge time waster, but I love it. So <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Joey Ray, Ain't Hello. On Me. Talk about that song. I love that song. That's my uh, favorite. Thank you All right. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah, so that's a song I wrote, I don't know, a couple months ago. The beginning of this summer, I think. Uh, man, it's, it's technically a song about my girlfriend, but I mean, it, instead of just another, you know, another song about a girl, another love song, I kind of tried to make it a little bit more personal and kind of went into detail. I got the idea, like I'm doing, I'm changing all these, you know, ways about my life for you because I care about you. But then I'm, I wanted to expand on that and kind of talk about other people that have kind of influenced me and molded me yeah, into the seemed, person that I am today. Yeah, so. it seemed like you were kind of honoring, like, your yeah, dad sure. and your mom and, you know, your family yeah. members. I thought My that was really, really yeah. sweet and uh, we'll connect with you. a lot of people, I think. Yeah, I was trying to make it, you know, personal and mm -hmm. also relatable to other people at the same time. So People can identify that with that, that though, yes. Joey, so that's yeah. smart. Yeah, for you sure. You know, um, when, yeah. when somebody hears that, and they can put your put themselves in your shoes. Mm -hmm. I think that's mm -hmm. smart, you know. And realizing that you have to put yourself out there a little bit, I get it. Yep. But um, I think people really can put themselves in in your shoes. And I found that too with this song that um, it spoke. Yeah, kind of like it's from those the heart, people. And you can tell. 
yeah, those people made you who you are today, made you the man you are yeah, today. But for sure. It's really, really so, nice. Thank so, you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So we're going to take a listen to Ain't On Me from Joey Ray, another one you're going to want for your playlist. Singing country songs and pouring out my heart Wearing these cowboy boots on my feet That's on Grandpa That ain't on me Reason I will call for everything I own Drop Chevy trucks and drink a couple cold ones But put family first before anything that's on Dad That ain't on me Reason I Welcome back to the balcony, and we are Better here Man with Records. Better Man Records. Yes, nice to have you guys on the show. And um, Brian Andrews, you Brian, yeah, 
I like Brian. I love your your Ooh. raspiness. I love your rawness. I love your TikTok videos. Um, She's a fan. You, yeah, I'm a fan. You got a lot going on, and good for you. But um, tell us about Give Me a Sign. Oh, man, I love that song. That was, uh, you know, I had wrote that song whenever I had just about quit my job. I hadn't done it yet. We were about to put out Liquor and Pills, and I had got COVID. Ooh. Yeah, it was like right over Thanksgiving break. So, I mean, I had it like during the week of Thanksgiving, and I couldn't taste or smell nothing. Yeah, it was awesome. But um, I was sitting in my room one night, you know, couldn't sleep, and and uh started thinking of that song you know because i just was feeling a lot of pressure i didn't want to go back to work and it, i kind of wanted to just try the music thing for a minute and i knew it was too soon but i was like you know i'm home and i was working on the road at the time and i didn't i really didn't want to make that eight hour drive back to minnesota so as soon as i was sitting there thinking about it it kind of just came to me like that you know like tell me what i'm supposed to do you know and i think a lot of times um you know people question their faith sometimes i know i do and so that's kind of where that song came from you know like just let me know if i'm doing the right things like i don't know if anybody's there listening but if you are can you give me a sign you and know? again and so same thing wow it speaks speaks to people. it speaks to what's what's going on right now it yeah. speaks to you know people who've lost people it speaks to sometimes when especially i know when you lose somebody sometimes you just want a sign sometimes you just so i took it kind of like there you know what i mean like i get it that you want a sign for what direction your life can go in but sometimes you want a sign that a departed one has left and they're okay too so oh yeah i just yeah. like absolutely really like this song uh, I yeah, do too, well, and for me, just relating to it, uh, and oh my God, please, I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but the pandemic, um, if you can find a positive in this horrific thing we've been through in the last year and a half, it's that this pandemic has, I think, truly gotten into the souls of everybody, Yeah, and oh, we yeah. are just rethinking life. And on like so many, even like me, like, so like, what do I want to do in the next 10 years? Where do I want to be in the next 10 years? Um, yep. Cause like, uh, we don't need Agreed. to take this crap anymore. <laughs> like that's, yeah, uh, you know, that just, yeah. that just, Absolutely. but we all do need a sign. Like, yeah. and I, yeah. you know, and that's scary. And, and especially as you're getting older, you know, I'm in my fifties and it's like, all right, well, I got to stay at my job cause I got to retire there. Cause I have money invested, you know, in all the time that I put in there, but you know, I heard your song and give me a sign and I need a sign. And yeah, we all need a sign. The pandemic, I think, was a huge wake-up call on, you know, yeah, outside of it just being it, a horrible you know thing. I mean? Here you are home. Yeah. You know, yeah. and thank, thank, yeah, goodness sure. you, thank goodness you're okay. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, you know, I, like when I took that song to the studio and, and wrote the second half of it, you know, with Preston, I think we both had the same, you know, vibe with it. It was like, you know, we don't really know. You know, Better Man was really fresh. I was still really fresh. We didn't know what really was was going on in life. And then, you know, yeah. it kind of all just fell into place. And, and so. We were both looking for a sign at the same time. Yeah. 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 And I think everybody was, you know, kind of like yeah. you all were saying, you know, that's why I think so, yeah. you know, I've been putting out a lot of, you know, I guess sad songs, you could say, just because everybody's been feeling that way, you know? Yeah. I well, mean, I it's so heavy on our mind. Yep. Yeah, we're trying to figure yeah. it out. And it's always important to write what you feel, so. Yeah, absolutely. 
<laughs> so let's take a listen to Give Me a Sign by Brian Andrews, produced at Better Man Records. Check them out.
and you're back on the balcony show with Better Man Records. Hey, hey. So, we love talking production. Um, production in the sense of uh, we get actually, I should say, Anne <laughs> Anne's email. I don't know. She's getting like hundreds and hundreds of emails a day with with you know indie artists trying to just get a break and get some airplay going and. Uh, we got to tell you, uh, and we want to. We're going to do this very gently, but there's a lot of indie artists that I don't, I don't know. Like we struggle with this. Like they're uh, what they hear, they think is good, or it's like airplay ready, and I mean, it's how not. Do you nicely and, tell somebody that they're right. They're not good. And well, how do you? So <laughs> I, I've been there. I've been the. I mean, I still am independent. But when I first started putting out music and doing my own music, I think I was 18. And, you know, a lot of these people, they don't know, they don't have any direction on what to do. They don't know how to even start with the music process. Yeah. But somebody, but somebody they know, a mutual friend has a recording studio in their basement or something. Right, right. So they'll, <laughs> My they'll nightmare. go put yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 150 bucks, you know, we'll take care of it and then, you know, produce it. And, and it's, very, it's a very exciting experience for them. Yeah. You know, it's their first song and yeah. they're excited. They want to get it out there. Um, and then they go submit it because it's their first song without sitting down and, and analyzing all the aspects. Because I, I can tell you firsthand, I've deleted about seven songs or refused to release seven, eight songs because uh, after just really analyzing the situation, I didn't think, where if as a third person viewer or listener, would I would I think that's, you know, has it reflect on me? You know, right? And I get to. A lot of excitement, but you want to do your songs justice. If you truly believe in your music and you believe your story and your implementation, you don't want to shortchange yourself with lack of production um, because that's, I mean, that's not every, production's not everything, but at the same time, it does help a lot get the point across. Yeah. You know? The thing I of agree. it is, but, is. I think you always have to have that, uh, you know, you, you want to, you don't ever want to surround yourself with yes people. Who oh, that's great. That's great. That's perfect. That's great. That's great. Because they're, when you have people in a room that nobody wants to hurt your feelings, they just want to constantly placate to, you know, yeah, 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 oh, my God, man, nah, that's so good. Instead of having the actual honest person that says, yo, man, you kind of dropped a weak nut on that one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what I mean? I mean and, and that's something I see, like, yeah. in a lot of uh, the indie artists who kind of rush to get their stuff out there because they're excited that they, they get it done. But then you're surrounded by yes people. And I, I say it often whenever I see somebody that's like, like look, you know, you need a little bit of a reality. This, 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 and this works. But this thing you were doing with the weird breath and the bulging eyes, that don't work. you got to stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <And> that's, <laughs> luckily, you know, since we opened up Better Man Records, you know, everybody's really open to suggest. I don't make anybody do anything in my studio. You know, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's their songs and it's how they perform. I can always make suggestions here and there. Right. Um, you know, as somebody who's been doing it for a while, but. Uh, a lot of these people go into into doing things that they don't know they don't know what they're doing, which is understand. We've all been there. We don't, you know, we don't know what we're doing when we first start music. Right. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and everybody. So, what would you tell start. somebody when they come in? What would you tell somebody who's looking to to get production from a professional studio? What should they look for, Preston? Um, well, they they should be they should be opening to to learning really. Um, 
you know, people who do production. So I actually interned for Kent Wells for uh, summer. I recorded my first album with Kent Wells, and he's he's Dolly Parton's producer. So it's just surrounding yourself with people who who know what they're doing, and then and just taking it all in and making notes, making mental notes. So next time you can be a little bit better yourself. So if you don't have anybody who knows what they're doing, it's hard to learn because they also are on the same page as you are. If that makes sense. Yeah, right. I feel too. A lot of um, indie artists, they like you said, they're so excited. They're so grateful to be in a professional studio whether they're of that caliber yet right and and uh, i don't know if i'm saying that right as far as uh, of them <coughs> being ready as an artist to be in the studio yet you know what i mean um because no, there yeah, there's I... so much more there is more than just production <laughs> you can have a greatly produced song but the song could be you know, but shite. if they're not a good singer or they don't, they're right. not bringing the talent to the yeah. table. And also, you know? too, they're going to have that one song and they're going to be super proud and they're going to put it out there. But yet they've done none, no other homework to prep for that release. You know, there's no plan. There's no brand. There's no website. There's no information. There's there's like nothing. You know, I feel well, like, uh, I don't know, is there like a music industry school that we can send people to before they actually even go into yeah, a studio? Indie <laughs> yeah, Indie Radar. Yeah, my spot on the show. But um, because there is so much, there's so much more to it. And right. there is no such thing as overnight success. You talk to anybody who you think was an overnight success and they'll tell you they were doing it, you know, for years and years before they had a taste of, you well. know. Which brings me to where do you guys see yourself in five years? Where do you want to be? Um, well, for me, I just, I just hope to keep, um, doing what I love doing, you know, just helping, helping the guys, the studio, you know, write songs, produce, just give the world great music. You know, it doesn't have to be me singing, but as long as I can help give the world what they need to hear, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, yeah, I if think you're asking me, guys, selling out stadiums is what I want to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I was just going to ask, like, right there. like you have as artists, how do you like what is your what's your ultimate goal but would you also be happy with just obviously gaining some success to make money and you know of, of course like further your careers and your talent for the world to hear but like what realistic goals have you set for yourself even in like the next 12 months uh, I'll, I guess I'll take that first I think for me you know I try to keep my goals as realistic as possible, but if there's anything I've learned with the power of social media and anything like that, it's that almost anything is possible. So, like, for me in the next year, you know, I want to be opening for some real big people. I want to be, you know, up to 500,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, you know, stuff like that. And at the, at the end of the day, to me, just making a living doing it isn't good enough. You know what I mean? I mean for sure like i would definitely choose making music every day over you know going back to welding on the road and stuff like that but at the end of the day you know i want to be able to write relatable songs for you know the people who don't get a whole lot of love with country radio or, or anything like that you know what i'm saying like people that actually go through hard times and stuff like that and uh making it big doing it making making non-mainstream country music mainstream again so there yeah. You know. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. all about that. So, I'll, uh, yep. Yeah. Go ahead, Joey. Uh, I was just gonna say, pretty. I mean, pretty much the same thing. Like I got, obviously, everybody 
that does this i feel like they their ultimate dream would be like to be on the big stage you know selling out stadiums and big crowds and all that for sure but i mean i know how many people want to do that too so i mean like brian said i would rather do music for a living you know where i could i i actually still have a day job so i do construction you know so i mean i would which is hard work yeah so i mean it would be awesome you know it could be a short-term goal for me you know to start doing more shows now that covid is kind of calming down a little bit where i could just focus on music full-time and make a living on that and then you know keep getting baby steps from there you know six months down the road right you know maybe maybe be traveling a little bit more instead of just playing mostly around missouri or you know that's what they say keep releasing new music like yep. build your brand in, in an area, then go a little bit further out. Yeah. Build your brand there, and you know what I mean. Yeah, Just and that like that was a great baby steps. You know, right. so many artists yeah. are like, "No, I got a new song. I'm gonna like blow up Spotify and you know." Mm-hmm. Crickets, you learn, you I know guess. how many how many people are there? Are six billion artists on Spotify as of today? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so a, that's a lot of noise. That's, that's a lot of congestion. Yeah. Six billion yeah. artists on a planet of six, seven and a half billion people. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, you crazy? definitely have to have definitely have to have a lot of like perseverance with it too, because like Preston. I mean, I moved down to Nashville too, probably five or six years ago now, and I moved. I was only down there about two years, and I'm back in Missouri now. And I mean, there's, I feel like every time an, an artist releases a new song, obviously in their head, they're like, man, this is my best song yet, you know? Because I mean, you should be writing better songs every time, and you should be excited about them. So every time that like you do release one, and it, you know, it doesn't blow up like you're just saying, like you can't, you can't give up. You got to keep mm-hmm. going, you know, got to keep pushing. So. Yeah, that's probably the best thing I've ever heard, like nail on the head. You know, I think a lot of times we get to a point where we're like, yeah, dude, this song, this this one's it. You know, especially like for me on TikTok and everything, like I just know this one's going to blow up. And then sometimes like oh, that's how I felt with Give Me a Sign. You know, I thought that we did a really good job with that song. I thought it was an awesome song. I thought it was really, really relatable and it just didn't really do what I wanted it to yeah, but that's okay. Yet. I mean, you can't. Ex- yeah, I was gonna say yeah, you yet. can't expect everything to, you know, hit like it always does, or or have like it has in the past, or even take off like you like you wanted to, and you can't just give up because of it, you know. So. All right. Well, Brian, tell me something about yourself that most people would not know. Uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh. Well, it's starting to become more apparent, I guess, in the music I'm making now, but I'm definitely, like, just as much into rock music and, and like, pop punk and punk rock music that I am, than I am uh, country music, so. Oh, okay. What about you, Luke? Oh, something about me that people Most don't people know. Most people would not know. Wow, I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, to give you that answer but touch on some of the past conversation is, I'm actually a Nashville recording artist. I've gone to studios in Nashville. Um, uh, let's see, Better Men Records is actually my third studio that I've gone to. Um, I've produced music at two different studios already. Um, but uh, Better Men Records and Preston and those guys have allowed me to a little bit be more of the uh, the artist that I want to be and kind of help mold me. Oh, cool. Um, <clears throat> versus, you know, and Nashville even was one of those places that said, 
hey yeah we love that song great and i was nowhere near ready as an artist <laughs> to to <laughs> sing or or come i mean i can look back i thought i was then but i can look back on that now and go mm, that was never gonna work yeah but um, that shows growth but, and that's important sure sure and what um, about you joey I, um i have a master's in elementary education i went to college to be a what? I wanted to be a first grade teacher. <laughs> oh, I did not yeah, know what? that. Wow. See, they didn't even know that. What? They didn't know that, see? <laughs> and then right after college, I moved to Nashville and drove Uber. <laughs> wow. That's awesome, wow. Joey. Insane. That's insane. <laughs> wow. Now I swing a hammer. Yeah, that is crazy, bro. I cannot believe that. I did not know that about you. Yeah. And last but not least, Preston? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us something about you that most people would not know. Uh, I'm actually a really big nerd. <laughs> knew it. <laughs> I, knew it. Like, I did know that. I saw that was coming. Yeah, I am such a nerd. Like I'm obsessed with like, uh, like the game. Like not really just games, but like, like dragons and stuff. I don't know. I just think. It's really <laughs> cool. Oh, I love dragons too. I have dragons all over my house. I've just been obsessed with dragons and stuff my whole life. It's just weird. I don't know. Like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pokemon. Yeah, they're going to tell it all now. Doors open. Yeah, let's, let's just get back to it. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like we knew that one. <laughs> you guys know. I keep it pretty keep it pretty on the DL, but if you've been around me, you know. <laughs> I was about to say Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And then Joey, did, that, did you say that? Yeah. I don't even know what a Yu-Gi-Oh card is. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Well, listen, guys, I want to thank you for spending some time with us and sharing your music. Uh, Preston, we're going to end with your song, Come On To Me. Do you want to set that up for our listeners, please? So, yeah. So I wrote this song in Nashville um, with one of my buddies, Bill DeLuigi. And, um, you know... I I pretty I've I've sat on for probably three or four years. There's a few things, you know, when you collaborate with people in songwriting. Um, the more I got more involved with my band and making it our sound, I had to change a couple things, you know. Um, but ultimately, the song was about the premise of the idea was was my wife, um, how I met, you know, you know, just going Aww. out to the bar. <laughs> you know, she was hitting on me instead, which is weird because that does not happen. And. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is not a normal thing. So I wrote a song called Kill on Me because my wife was attracted to me first, which is very Aww. cool. <laughs> See, now that's a great story. See, all these stories. Uh, you know what? I, I can hardly wait to see what comes out of Better Man Records in the future. I wish you much luck, Preston, and all of you guys. Look forward to seeing you on the road. Look forward to hearing more music from you. True story. You guys are doing fantastic work. I, I got to so say, much. when Thank I got sure. Preston's email and, like, all the music, and it was really good. And that, believe me, that does not happen to me very often. So um, <laughs> that's why I called him up and said, hey, <laughs> why don't you come on and talk about Better Man Records? Because all of this stuff was really good. So I wish you guys all continued success. May you find your dreams and Keep in touch with us so that we can follow your journey. Thank yeah. you all so much. Thank, Thank you very you much. All right. And we're going to take a listen to Come On To Me by Preston Airy Band. And we'll be right back with the rest of this show. 
show and we've come to the ending of another great show thank you to better men records for being a part of the show and we're going to follow their continued success this is the end this is the end yeah they were a bunch of great guys they really were a bunch of group of I good and great you, guys i there. bet you there's some party going on down in missouri missouri yeah missouri. Like, at first i was kind of like missouri <laughs> holy hell yeah 
And he's like in a small town in Missouri. You know, I had a girlfriend of mine that lived out there for a very short period, and she was like, sometimes there's like these vast expanses of nothingness. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's like a trip through my mind. Yay. Oh, stop. But you know, Anyways. I got to say, they're like every nook and cranny of this planet, there's talent. Yes. Absolutely. That is one cool thing about like the time that we're living in and discovering right. music. Like there's just so much talent out there. But definitely Better Man Records is a place to watch. There's some really cool stuff coming out of there. And I'm going to get out of here cuz we need to end things tonight. Um, we're going to end things with a local guy, one of our favorites, the Acoustic Kitty Project, and the name of the song is One Thing. So good night everybody from the Balcony Show. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> Float me down the river, baby The only place I want to go Is anywhere you're gonna be Looking out on Frenchman Bay You know that sunset sure look fine The only thing looking better was Look in your eyes Only know this one thing Only know one thing to be true Only know this one thing Baby, I love you
and that's what's up.